to movie adaptation of The Good Shepherd is the book and Greyhound is the movie. Yes. Greyhound yes. was directed by Aaron Schneider. The screenplay was actually by Tom Hanks, who also played the main character. And the author was C.S. Forrester. Okay. Y'all ready to talk about this book? Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, what are we drinking? Today, I am opening a bottle of Proud Pour, Save the Ocean. So every um, purchase of this bottle goes towards saving um, the oysters. And it actually comes with a little shell on it. It's really, really cute. Um, it is a Savion Blanc. <laughs> about this book I mean it was just so horrible <laughs> I agree I just want to know who picked it Rhea it could have been me I don't know Lynn oh it was a combination between Rhea and I um it was on the list as like a potential read and then with COVID and the movie theater shutting down was like oh let's take it off and then they put it on Apple TV and Rhea was like hey, add to the list boom so let me hear a slight echo with you. Do you have your voice coming in? Yeah, I don't know why. Okay. I don't have any other cameras like Ray got a whole setup. I don't know why mine's <laughs> oh, it actually just stopped. So I did you do something? I touched nothing. Oh. I don't know what it is. All I'm saying is that that was the worst book ever. Um I read the book and then reread it. It took me three, maybe four weeks to complete it because it was so horrible. And once I completed it, I could tell you a couple of things that happened in the storyline, like the fact that he had breakfast brought to him every morning, that there was some kind of war going on and that his feet hurt. Not just World War II, but some kind of war. <laughs> I did not know anything else that was going on in that horrible book. For me, and I rethinking in my head it's a world war ii story it's a world war ii story because it's was horrible i agree treva but i kept having to remind myself that not going to be any like climax and peaks and whatnot it's about world war ii so it was terrible but i kept it in my mind there, there are lots of world war ii books and movies out there that have climaxes and that are interesting and that i can tell you what the story is about after i read them yeah. This was some garbage. Books like that will make me quit this podcast. <laughs> the main thing I wrote on my list. I have to read another one of these, you guys. <laughs> Putting in my two weeks. In my two weeks. <laughs> right. So I would just say that I feel the book was very well written. Um, if this was a topic you were interested in, I think for me, I really had no interest in it. However, I was able to follow along with it um, to the point where I knew exactly what was going on after I got past about chapter five. Um, I could catch on, but it's, you know, you're on a ship and you're really just calling out different commands. And so it's repetitive. And so I think 
that just hearing the same command said over and captain and this and and this, that, you know, I think for somebody who's interested in that and understands it really well, it was probably a, it would be probably a very good read. Um, I had to pause and like Google some of like the terminology. So I felt like I wasn't just reading like redundancy. Yes. It, it didn't really help, but I thought it would, but it didn't really help. <laughs> but I just said even more. Like, so you wasted even more of your time, but go ahead. I was like, he would say a command and then I get why they repeat it back just to make sure they've heard everything correctly. But to constantly hear like a uh, general station, general station, general station. Yes, captain. Yes, sir. I was like, oh my God. I feel like the most redundancy repeated thing ever. Which I <laughs> actually listened to this book and I feel like, Red, the reason that I feel that you were able to keep up too is because, you know, I dozed off on a couple of um, chapters. Um, and when I woke up, it was the same chapter, but a different chapter. So it all, like you said, it's so repetitive. I was like, oh, did I miss anything? <laughs> but, nope. Yeah, all of it, basically. But yeah, it was the same chapter for 29 chapters, pretty much for me. It, it was just horrible. It was so horrible for me. Um, I'm glad the story was told because like, you don't hear about the Allied forces that much in World War uh, II. It's more like um, like the, I guess, the enemy, how they battle. So I'm glad they told like an Allied story. I'm not glad I read it, but I'm glad it's out there for like the world to know. <laughs> so I agree. It was a great story. And I couldn't even appreciate this whole allied concept that you're talking about until I watched the movie because I had no idea what was going on in the book. I didn't even know it was allies out there. I didn't know anything. There was some ships because they weren't just our ships as the U.S. It was mm-hmm. all right the together yeah. coming together against um, like Germany, basically. <laughs> Yeah. No, I get it after the watching the no, movie. No, I'm saying like the move from the book, I got that. <laughs> I didn't get much. I got the same thing you said, feet hurting, the same redundancy of like the calls and um, that he didn't want to eat. Right. Is what oh, I got. And then that somebody had gotten into a fight. So he was upset that he had to deal with somebody on the boat that was causing some ruckus. Like I got that too. Yeah. However, you know, for me... <clears throat> As one of the people who selected this book, which really I selected the book because I saw like the movie was going to be so cool and I love Tom Hanks. So that made me be like, I want to be in it. But um, I think too, you know, the importance of number one, getting the right call and moving quickly when you do those calls. Like seriously, they need to talk quickly and spit it out because seconds can cause a crash. You know, seconds can cause a torpedo to hit. So how freaking intelligent you really have to be to be um, the captain of a ship and strategic. I think that got to me really, really good. So that, that's, what I, that's what I liked. All those lives are in your hands, basically. Yeah. That's Which again, fun. I didn't realize they were all in his hands until I watched the movie. <laughs> basically. Oh. And normally when I listen to a um, devastating book, for me, devastating, not the people in the book. For me, it was devastating listening to it. Um, for me, usually I fall asleep and I couldn't even get to sleep with this book. I, 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 I don't understand. I couldn't even fall asleep. I had to sit up and try. That's because I, you were so worried about who was going to win the war. No. no. I didn't she even know actually was, was having doubts about her ability to comprehend reading. Oh, well, of course, because this book made me, you know, 
have second thoughts about my intelligence. <laughs> oh my God. I swear to you. I mean, I hope she knew who won the war. <laughs> I don't know, Lynn, because what remember, they didn't even realize it was a war. Sorry. <laughs> no, they didn't realize what war it was. So they didn't know. Until the movie, well, we actually won all of them. So Yeah, we did. <laughs> it's a matter I which guy died at the end of the movie. We, I did too. I watched the movie, and he's not dead. I thought he was he dead was in the dead. book. He just went to sleep in the movie. In the book, it's not, it seems like he died. No, he just you know went unconscious. He was that tired. He was awake for like mm-hmm. seventy-two hours straight. I, I think the actual word in the book was "I went unconscious." Didn't yeah. Get that. So to me, that's you know, I died. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe it's because I was slowly dying reading it. <laughs> like I could feel his pain. So I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I feel you. Like me Horrible. too. Captain Cruz, Kraus, I feel you. Like I died too. Right, yeah. basically. <laughs> um, okay, I think you guys have beat this book up enough. Do we want to talk about the movie and then maybe the casting? So for the movie for me, um, it, felt, it kind of felt the same way. I was so I put the subtitles on so I could actually like, because some of the commands were like going back really fast. So I put the subtitles on and I was like, I'm kind of thankful they did. But then I kind of got mad that I was reading the same sentence twice because they kept eating everything. So I took them back off. But <laughs> I didn't like how, because I mean, like the book, you can kind of imagine oh, like battling at sea, but like I mean, I've been on a cruise, but never like turning a whole warship. And how they were maneuvering warships, like literally on like their side because they're trying to miss a torpedo. I didn't even know ships could do that. So for me, it made it more interesting because of the graphics that the movie brought to it. Yay! Was at without the graphics, none of that. I would be like, yep, same same book, same book, same movie. But I'm glad that they added all those graphics in. Well, I do feel like the movie followed the storyline of the book because a couple of things that I did pick up on the book when I saw it on the movie, I was like, oh, I remember saying that. But um, yeah, when I tell you she did exactly that, oh, yeah, I did remember that in the book. I'm like, really? Really? Yeah, that was like, you know, three scenes maybe. Um, but, you know, it was equally as boring, but... <laughs> At least I understood what was going on. Um, I would say Tom Hanks probably nailed that role. He made it as boring as the book. Um, but I mean, I, don't know. I got nothing to say. Well, for me, the movie was maybe an hour and 30 minutes, and it was also an hour and 30 minutes too long. <laughs> So, <laughs> I'm sorry. I love Tom Hanks, though. And I'm always going to be a fan. And he did make this book or movie just as equal as the book. Just as boring. He made it bearable, though. Yeah. Right? Kind of. Yeah. Um, Anything else you want to add, Lynn? <laughs> <laughs> the book was... The, the book matched the movie, or the movie matched the book, so I'm happy about that. But... It helped me actually understand the book more. I still am not glad I wasted an hour and a half of my life on that. But I do appreciate that the movie and the graphics and the ship, I kind of understand better how a ship is run, I guess, like the hierarchy. Because um, I was always wondering, like, how a ship would battle, like, a submarine. 
One's above water, one's below. And I think that kind of gave that like physics lesson too, which is nothing about the storyline. It's all about like how ships actually sail and whatnot. Okay. I well, because the storyline was so bad, that's what you had to focus on. Continue. Precisely. <laughs> but um, uh, one one thing that I actually was kind of fascinated by was, you know, um, how everyone on the ship actually had a job. Like, I always thought, okay, if you're the cook, that's what you do. You cook, you don't do anything else. But, you know, after reading the book, watching the movie, and then doing more research, yeah, everyone kind of has two jobs. So there are your highly technical trained folks, and then you also have folks that are maybe not as specialized, but, like, they still have to be able to do, they still have to, they all have to know the ship. They all have to know what the ship does. And so regardless of what your job is, you still have to operate something on the ship because they only have a certain number of people that are allowed on there. It's like 25 or something. And they all have some have dual roles, but they all have a role when it comes to operating the ship. So I thought that was interesting. So there. So if I was to pick out one thing that I found interesting in the movie, I would say I thought it was interesting the way everybody on that boat was so young like everybody looked like a baby but yet they were carrying out these commands and demands and all this this life-threatening stuff and they were doing it and not really panicking you know um so that was pretty impressive because when you think about when people typically go off to the military they're 18 so they are so young um so i don't know if that accurately reflects what goes on in real life on a ship and in war but it put into perspective to me how young how young people are doing these really brave things. Very good observation, Treva. Yes, they're very young and going in. You don't know whether you're going to be, you know, when you join, you don't know if you're going to be just kind of chilling, doing nothing or thrown into a war. And I feel the same way is that until they saw that the ships being sank, then you could see it on their faces like reality hit them. Like, oh, shit, this is real, you know? And then they kind of watched the captain, and although he might have been a little nervous at times, it was like he had to really keep himself under control because there's only two of them on there that were the most senior folks, and they had to keep it under control to help the rest of them survive. Um, But how did you guys like, you know, it it just, sometimes it reminds me of just everyday work. Um, When in the end, they they saved everyone but yet they were told, hey, you go back and kind of usher the ships back because that's your job. You don't get to bring them on in, even though you saved all of these ships. So it's kind of like, you know, other people kind of are almost taking the credit for what you actually spent all this time doing. But in the end, it showed the actual sailors on those ships, um, like screaming and yelling and congratulating, you know, thanking them for everything they did. So they did get the thank you. And, you know, people will know anyway, because you know, the people that survived. But it just, when I saw that scene, I kind of just stepped back and was like, yeah, that, that doesn't change much. It seems, you know, no matter what you're doing in life, sometimes you might put in so much effort, but somebody else kind of reels it on in and kind of gets the hurrah at the end of the day. Yeah, I definitely felt that towards the end was, I mean, he even said, like, you sure? I'd like to stay, like, with the with the convoy. And he was like, no, just go ahead and meet us in, um, in London Dairy, like, go to, to, to Dairy. And he was like, all right, I mean... Higher up, had to go. And I kind of felt bad. I was like, you literally saved, like, that, I, mean, I mean, there was hundreds of thousands that died, but, like, you saved thousands of men. And you just could be like, go take a nap. 
<laughs> I did such a big hurrah. Like, okay. Like, that was your job, and you did it well, but now we're going to take them on in. And, of course, when they get in, they'll get the big old celebration and, and everything that comes with it. But, you know, the sailors knew. They all know that, you know, as the show showed, I mean, this wasn't true um, as far as what happened, but it was depictions of what really happened. So I found that interesting. I, I missed all of that. I, I really just don't have any reference. So what you do is just go back and rewatch it, both of you, <laughs> and maybe you'll get it. That's I will jump off the roof of this house. Just put a gun to my head and then <laughs> pull the trigger. <laughs> that ain't happening. <laughs> so, do we want to do we want to rate this movie or book or for casting? I'm going to mention one. Thing. Oh yeah, casting. So of course, everybody loves Tom Hanks, and I love Elizabeth Shue. She's in a bunch of different like type of movies. I love, love her, her in the love beginning. Her. You know, still have a love interest. Fine, but all the different like um, sailors that were there. I noticed um, Tom Hanks's second son was in it. Chet. Chet. Was he? Who was he? Him. Yeah. Um, he was. He had like a quick scene. I forgot his name was like Bird Burnell Burknell. Uh, and I have it right here. Actually, he was Bushnell. I don't really know the significance. Was of he that. the one that was stutter that couldn't get this that sneezed or something? Maybe. Because there was somebody that sneezed and they for every scene because every scene was just the same. But I do remember seeing his face and I was like, oh, Chet's in this. Because uh, Chet's only been in a few things and he's kind of like the rebel son <laughs> of Tom Hanks, the one that put like a rap song out and stuff. So yeah. I knew who he was. And I was like, oh, his son's in here. Get a little bit of credit. I like that. Mm-hmm. Now, I gotta, now I gotta pull him up so I can see who he was. You guys ever seen um, Shameless? Yeah. So, uh, are you current on it, I guess you should say? Oh, yeah. No, I watch that real time. I see um, him on the news all the time. <laughs> so, uh, when Lip is dating the black girl with a kid, her baby daddy got the black girl pregnant and was, like, lying to him, to her about it. Mm-hmm. That's... Oh, okay. Didn't change well, he doesn't even have credits in the movie. Gosh, Tom. I mean, he's third on the list down on IMBD, so... <laughs> His son. That's pretty cool. It is cool. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. That was just a reflection of the book and movie, not. Come on, Treva. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Are we ready to rate this? Yeah. Um. So it pains me to give this a full glass, but the book, the movie, was a great adaptation of the book. Just everything else was just horrible. Um. But I have to give it a full glass if it's based on the adaptation. I also will give it a full glass. You can read and watch this at your own risk. But I do give it a full glass because, yeah, it was a snoozer on both ends. So read at your own risk. We won. <laughs> I give it a full glass also. It was just as boring as the adaptation. <laughs> but <laughs> so I got to give it a full glass also. So I am now. I am definitely giving it a full glass. And now I see Chet one, two, three, four times on the screen. And I this was when he went out to um, verify whether or not he had sunk anything. I remember this. So full As glass. If from me. anyone cares, I'm sorry. What was that, man? Full glass from me. There he is. Okay. So full listen, glass for me. Podcast listeners, fans. This book is only getting a full glass because the movie was per- the perfect adaptation of the book. Don't go read it and don't go see the movie. 
Unless you're a fan of war and shit yes. and things like that, because if That's you are, you will love it. You will love it. My friend's son is a like big World War II fanatic with history, so I recommend it for her to watch with her son. He's old enough to understand. But like, he would love it. Me, I would be asleep with a glass and water. But he would love it. So Treva and I sat down and watched it. Well, I had already watched it, but I watched it a second time with Treva and the old hubby, who was like, on the glued to that TV. Now, let me just point out, the music got you like that. I feel, because I kept looking like, what happened, what happened? <laughs> no, we do every command, every single command. And I told him, I said, you really need to Yeah, he was very excited. So I think military folks would probably enjoy it. Yeah. Um, right. So, yeah. All right. Okay, great. Listen, Hi. check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Watchline, YouTube, and Yeah.